Hello, welcome to Closed Door Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Mill Ivory. If you're looking for a non-judgmental, open and honest conversation about any and all things that are usually discussed behind closed doors, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your host, Mill Ivory. And I'm not sure if you guys can tell by the title or not, but this conversation was inspired by a hip-hop legend, one who recently parted from us. So me saying that, I may not even need to introduce or um, clarify who inspired this conversation, but I am. Um, Mr. Earl Simmons, also known BMX the dog himself. And the reason why I say he inspired this conversation is just because everybody's talking about how he died um, and a lot of things surrounding his death. Um, They also are, out of fairness, they are talking about his accolades and the things that he's contributed to the culture and the hip hop community. But the thing that stood out to me most about him is that first thing is he's always been real and upfront about the person that he is. But the thing that no one's having a conversation about that I feel like they need to be discussing is his mental health. It's very important that people understand that these are the things that can happen. When a person is is mentally ill. Now, he lived a long life. He lived a great life um, from what we can see from the outside looking in. But if you ever listen to his lyrics, one thing about DMX and his songs, he was always completely real and honest with us about who he was and what he was going through and the different struggles that he's experienced in life. Now, I'm a music head. <laughs> um, so the beat, of course, I'm listening to the beat, but I'm also paying attention to the lyrics of the song. And there are so many songs that he was actually telling you that he need help. I'm not sure if a lot of people even realized is on every single record that he released, he released a gospel song on it. The biggest thing is, I think people are familiar with the um, maybe the song, Lord, give me a sign. I think that was one of his biggest, quote unquote, gospel hits. But (sighs) yeah, so. So the thing is, he's well known, so it's very logical. It makes more sense for me to just have this conversation um, inspired by him because his life is public. Most of his life is public. So people can look at the things that he's done, the things that he's been through, the cries that he's visibly said out loud. And, and and think back, if you're not familiar with mental illness, and I cannot wait to have this conversation 
um, recognizing the signs of mental illness. The mental illness is definitely something that I take very, very serious. Um, a lot of people in the culture do not take their mental health seriously as they should. Or just like DMX said, if you know, if you feel like you need help or if you don't deal with your problems, you, you're weak because we have been taught, especially as black people, we have been taught to just suck it up, make it happen. And unfortunately, more so our black men than our black women. However, it's just something as a culture that we have been taught um, throughout our whole life. And, you know, we're really used to adjusting and making things happen. I'm guilty for that. But um, in my seasoning, in my growing and in things that I've learned through life, it taught me that mental health is very important. So a lot of things I was taught to just, quote unquote, deal with it or it is what it is, adjust and make shit happen. I didn't teach my kids that. Um, Some things I have taught them that so I don't want to be like, oh, I'm raising, you know, people that's weak. But I feel like it actually takes more strength to admit your weakness and to get help for it. Um, which is not a conversation that people are encouraging nowadays. They should, but they don't. But this is definitely a conversation that I have consistently spoke to my kids about. Even my siblings, like my niece, um, just a lot. Because growing up, we didn't have these conversations about depression and mental illness. You know, they have stigmas on people. People think, oh, you know, they crazy. No, they're not crazy. Mental illness is a disease, just like arthritis, <laughs> just like diabetes. Um, and I really like to refer to it as diabetes or high blood pressure because it's really a silent killer, um, which is something that DMX kind of has always expressed. So the more I thought about it, the more at first I wasn't going to talk about it, but I was like, is enough people talking about DMX and his situation? But the more I thought about it, the more I felt like I had to talk about it. Because this is not just a story about DMX. He's just a good example of how so many people like him are suffering alone. And even though he was very verbal about what he was going through and what he was feeling it fell on deaf ears. And I think about it all the time. Most of these people are not honest with themselves or even not honest with others about how they are feeling or what they are going through. But no, who not X? I mean, this man was always honest with us about who he was, how he was feeling, what his life struggles were with drugs and mental illness. He often referred to himself as a blessing that lives with a curse. The curses he referred to was three different people. I recall an interview that I seen him. It's been years, years, years. Oh my God. But I seen him do an interview 
And when they asked him, he always said that he was a blessing that lives with the curse. Always, always. If you pay attention to a lot of the interviews he's done and things that he's done. But um, I recall this specific interview where he talked about three different people that lived inside of him. Now, I'm not sure of what his diagnosis was. It could have been multiple um, personality disorders, schizophrenia. It could have just been depression. I'm not really sure. I'm I'm not a professional, although I've had several life experiences with mental health and I've made myself aware of the different types of mental health um, for personal reasons and just for just because I, it's really intriguing to me. I just think it's important for people to recognize it. But so he these three people he referred to was Earl, which was his his um, birth given name. I guess is the best way to say that. And that was a person that went through all the stuff with his mother dropping him off at the shelter at the age of seven. That's the person that was homeless. And that's actually the person that first hit crack. He was the one that did drugs. Earl did drugs. Um, but DMX. DMX was the entertainer. That's the person that regardless of what he was going through. This was the person that was always going to turn up. He was going to make sure everybody was having a good time. He was going to entertain because that's what this person did. And then there was X. X is the person that (laughs) don't give a fuck. Um. And he also said, though, that X never thought about what people cared about him. But he also was the person that God used as the vessel, which is very interesting, Um, which is a whole nother thing in itself. But from he said it may be another one, but these are the three that he's recognized. And he said that DMX and X were created in him to protect Earl. From all the hurt and the pain and the things that he's dealt with th- throughout his life. So basically in his story, he's telling you from the time he was seven, he has been struggling with mental illness. And later added drugs. I remember listening to one of his songs and I think it's a song that everybody like. Um, Pain is the name of it. If I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm off the top of my head with it. But um, in the song, if you listen to the words of it, he actually tells a story. Because one thing about DMX, he's always told a story, which is why I said in there that his um, his bark was loud. Because he always told a story and he got your attention. But for some reason. When it came down to his mental health, it never got anyone's attention. And I'm a music lover. I'm not sure if people know this about me, but I listen to the words of music, too, as well as the beats. So um, I'm sure I'm not the only person that listened to these lyrics, like actually listen to them. I'm sure it's people that can sing his songs I'm sure it's people that can relate to his songs, but of course they feel like they regular, regular, what can I do? 
my only hope is that some of those people that were in the same situation that he was in that can actually relate to his songs as far as experiences goes those that they help those people um those people were able to feel like I'm not the only one going through this and maybe maybe they reached out for help because they seen it wasn't normal I can't I mean hopefully he never really spoke about getting help or getting treatment until the end of his career um I remember probably at Cena probably about three or four years ago where he was talking about where he was actually trying to go to rehab and get himself together. He was talking about that. He never received help because he didn't want to seem weak. Everybody think he's weak. And he actually is learning that spending time and with other people to actually talk about his problems is helping him. Now I kind of got off topic, but I really wanted to, bring this to the light in his song pain he actually said in this record that um from the time he was 7 he has been struggling with with mental illness with mental illness and then later drugs but in this song he said that his first time that he had a hit of crack was at the age of 14 given to him by someone that he looked up to. Now, this is the same person that introduced him to rap, introduced him to crack. And even though he had a successful career, he never forgave him for that. And he told you that in his song, like he didn't understand it. And even as an adult, he still could not come to terms with that. He also said several times that when he write his songs, he would um, he would ask the producer to give him a banging beat intentionally because his whole purpose was to figure out a way to express his feelings and tell his story through his music. But he felt like his life was depressing and he did not want to discourage anyone. Isn't that that's ironic how you telling these stories of mental health, mental. I'm sorry. Correction mental illness and abandonment and drugs but you don't want to discourage anyone so you want your beat to be banging is that your way of mm, letting the music speak louder than you maybe because you know you're gonna hear that beat that's just like as soon as you doom 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 do oh everybody be ready up in here up in here y'all gonna make me and then look even with that song when I heard the story <laughs> behind how he made that song, it's crazy. He said that he was in the studio one night and he was just like writing songs and the um, Irv Gotti was not really, you know, feeling what he had going on. So he got into the booth and he started saying it. Y'all going to make me act a fool. But then when they pissed him off, that's where all this passion came from. The one that came out on the album. One of his number one hits. He was venting. Like it's it's crazy. He would always say. Drugs. Is not the problem. Drugs are a symptom. Of a bigger problem. 
which is true. So I think a lot of people normalize not dealing with their problems. But what I've learned is if you don't deal with your problems, they will deal with you in some way or another. They always come out. It, I mean, even if it's not mental, like it's always mental. Let me just correct myself. Um, the way that you act, the way that you interpret things, the way that you respond to things is, is going to always come out. But whenever you do not deal with the things that hurt you, they will hurt you. So DMX would often talk in interviews about how not having anyone to talk to and how in most communities talking about your problems is considered to be weak. And this he did an interview. He actually just said this. He did an interview with Revolt TV after his verses with Snoop Dogg. And honestly, even in that conversation, I can see him struggling. I can see him struggling. (laughs) Um, A person that's familiar with mental illness and drug use and things like that. um, You key in and you home into these things. But he was he was saying some things that let you know that he was trying. He was really trying. Um, He talked about how. Talking about your problems, you were considered to be weak. And it took him all these years to realize that talking about your problems was actually a sign of strength. I get that. I totally get that. Some of that energy is only the energy that a a black man has. Um, not black women and men, but mostly our black men, because they are expected to be strong, quote unquote, manly, tough, suck it up. But it's, it's crazy because a lot of that, just to, the energy that's used to exist in America, is just exhausting. Think about how exhausting it is living as a person of color. Then add being a black man in America. Whoa. <laughs> it's so freaking exhausting. Like, I know what I go through as a black woman. So just the struggles of what it is to be a black man in America. So think about this. So that's just the norm for us, right? That's what we deal with. We did not choose the color of our skin. We cannot control the way that everyone treats us or the way that everyone reacts to us. We only can control ourselves. So with that being said, think about adding in the mental illness, the pain, the hurt, the depression, and all the things that you have going on that you're not dealing with. Yeah. Heavy. <laughs> so what do you do with all that? Where does it go? How do you handle all that? Most people have no clue. None. For DMX, it was the music and the drugs. That was his gateway. And people just felt like, oh, it's just X. That, that's just what it is. And even with all the chatter, I don't understand why some people are upset with Master P for saying we failed DMX as a people. Why? I agree with him. I agree. 
We all seen his struggle. We all heard his cries. Anybody that listened to his music and listened to his words. I mean, he was just so creative in telling his stories. As a community, we must do more to help our loved ones. Not just DMX. He was just an example. He's the biggest example, I think, of, well, for me, as far as the hip-hop community, because he's a legend. I hope that his death has triggered us to want to help our loved ones or supporting others through all the dark days, talking to them about their mental illness. I say this about so many things. One of the reasons why I started this platform is because I want to normalize the things that people are not talking about. And the only way to normalize these things is talking about them. Mental health is definitely one of those things. We need to learn how to, what we can do to support our loved ones and just talk to them about their mental health. Let them know when you recognize things. Just try to spark some kind of reaction. I mean, suicide rates are increasing. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, drugs, drug use is increasing. And it may just be a personal opinion, but every time I see a person on drugs, I don't feel sorry for the person. I really just think what's really going on with them because that's just a gateway. That's just their way of dealing with what they're going on. Well, what, sorry, what they have going on. And the scary thing about mental illness is, is not about what we see or what we think. Is about their perception of their situation and what they're going through. So I hope this conversation would inspire somebody to have a conversation with your loved ones. Just get them to open up to you and talk to you about it. Talking to somebody, maybe you can encourage them to get the help that they need before it's too late. Just because I know what addiction looks like and I know what mental illness looks like does not mean that I can always help someone. But if you don't try, how would you know? I mean, DMX. How many, I just always wonder now in his death, how many others notice that this man is struggling, has struggled, continued to struggle. He sold over 28 million albums and still unhappy, has lived a lifestyle that some people would probably die for or kill for, I guess. I don't know. The thing about him is he never changed his story of sadness, though. He lived constantly with sadness. And he openly shared that with us. So, yes, I agree that the ones I'm not going to say us as a people, but us as a people, because we need to normalize speaking about mental illness and openly expressing yourself even to our black men, 
To my black kings, I want you to know it is not a sign of weakness to express your struggling. It is not a sign of weakness to feel like you need to talk to somebody. It is not a sign of weakness to feel like you need help. Everybody needs somebody. And that's one reason why God made the woman a rib. The rib is supposed to support. So I do talk a lot about the man's role in the life. Um, but yeah, that's why, why God made the woman the rib so that she can support the man. I just, the first thing I thought about when I heard about DMX passing was an interview that he did. And even then he said, and he said this several times, but the recent interview, that one that I'm talking about that he done after the verses with Revolt TV, he said, and I quote, if I drop dead right now, I am okay with that. My last thought would be, I had a good life. I have lived a good and a blessed life. So in death, I would be at peace. Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. He also did a live um, like a couple of weeks ago. Um, before his passing, like a week or two before his passing, where he was talking about praying and the time now is to pray for yourself. Just a lot of things. But I just want people to know that even if you're not dealing with your mental health, with your stress. It's going to deal with you. Mental health is important at every stage of life. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I don't care if you're married, single. It doesn't matter. Mental health does not discriminate. From childhood to adolescence through adulthood, DMX, the man, the legend, has always been open and honest with us about his struggle with mental illness. And his addiction. And ultimately it killed him. I just want people to look deeper into his conversations. And for those, if you haven't paid attention to his music, listen. That's all you have to do is telling you. One thing about DMX, what I love about him, he's always allowed God to use him as a vessel. He was one that proves my theory that even in your mess, God can use you. You just have to be open to it. And he's always had a relationship with God. I mean, he would actually pray after every show. And then his, even in his prayers, he was rhyming like that man was so talented. So, so talented. Rest in heaven, DMX, and for everybody else, open your hearts, your minds, and just be open to helping someone. Make it a priority to know that mental illness is just as much a silent killer as diabetes, high blood pressure, and a lot of other things that they, you know, name. 
Make it a priority. Let's normalize talking about it. Till next time. Let us pray. I thank you, Lord, for my birth and everything that's followed. I thank you, Lord, for today. And I will pray for tomorrow. I thank you, Lord, for the love of my life and a friend. I made a promise, and I'm loving my wife to the end. I thank you, Lord, for your guidance, because it's all that counts. And right here, right now, Lord, this is your house. I thank you, Lord, for a dream that came true to light. And I ask you to bless everybody in this room tonight. I don't always do the right thing, and I ask you to forgive me, because I need you here with me. Without you in my life, it's empty. I think back how some people did me like violence was the remedy. And because I think of that now, I pray for my enemy. Not because of what I'll do, but because they don't know. There's something better after here, but everybody won't go. So I ask you to forgive them, and we'll hope they see. And I thank you for the love that they've given to me. I will not abuse it, nor will I lead them astray. You see, I love them like children that I see every day. And I pray, no, we pray together. Get us through the bad weather, and we love you forever. Let your thought and my heart go hand in hand. I first thought, but to start, but I stand a man. And for as long as I can, as long as you permit me, please give me the strength I need to live. Bear with me. Thank you for tuning in to Closed Door Conversations Podcast, a place where no topic is off limits. No filters will be applied. And no judgment will be allowed. Yes, this is the end of the show. But it's definitely not the end of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. To get even more involved and more exclusive content, join our Patreon community. The conversation continues. Till next time.